Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. It's going to be episode 49, Multiple Gunshot Wounds, Autopsy of Michael Coleman. Office of the Chief Medical Examiner, case number Alpha 83-37, Autopsy Report. Name and decedent, Michael Coleman, male black, age 18. Jerry Francisca is the county medical examiner. Hugh Stanton Jr. is the district attorney general. Anatomical diagnosis, number one, gunshot wound to left face, head. Number two, gunshot wound to right palm. Number three, gunshot wound to right forearm. Number four, gunshot wound to left lower extremity. Number five, gunshot wound to brain. Cause of death, gunshot wound to head. Narrative of findings, death was due to a gunshot wound to the head. Multiple gunshot wounds were sustained. Right palm, right forearm, left lower extremity, and head. The blood alcohol was negative. This particular autopsy was done by Dr. Bell. Autopsy protocol. Autopsy number A83-37, case or chart number C83-163. Name, Michael Coleman. Race, black. Sex, male. Age, 18. Date and hour of autopsy, 1-14-1983-1245. Pathologist doctors Francisco, Bell, and Harlan. Checked by J.T. Francisco, M.D. Date completed, 1-17-1983. Final pathological diagnosis. Primary series. 1. Multiple gunshot wounds. A. Gunshot wound C to left lower extremity, 18 inches to heel, 28 by 31 inches over 100, traversing into left lateral tibia at cephalide end, 1, comminuted fracture of left tibia, left proximal fibula, fracture, laceration, extends into the knee joint space, A, hemorrhage in synovium and joint space, B, gunshot wound B to right palm, 0.31 inches by 0.22 inches traversing hand and exiting dorsum of right wrist via a 1.40 inch by 2.30 inch defect. 1. Comminuted compound fracture of right wrist. Number 2. Multiple skin lacerations. Right wrist, forearm. C. Gunshot wound, D to right forearm lateral, point twenty-two inches traversing forearm and bone fragments exiting via several lacerations of dorsum of forearm. One, compound comminuted fractures of right radius and right ulna. D, gunshot wound A to left face, 66 and a half inches to heel, 1.52 inches by 0.91 inches with surrounding skin 
superficial abrasions, skin abrasions, skin lacerations of left side of face varying from 0.04 inches times 0.30 inches to 0.42 inches times 0.4 inches. Bullet traversing left to right, anterior to posterior, inferior to superior through left zygoma, infraorbital maxillary sinus, left temporal fossa petrous bone, one multiple skull fractures comminuted, two multiple cerebral and cerebellar cortical lacerations and contusions, three epidural, subdural, subarachnoid, cerebral, and cerebellar parenchymal hemorrhages, four multiple bone fragments and metal fragments in cerebrum. A83-37, Michael Coleman, secondary series, number one, aortic atherosclerosis, number two, skin scars, laboratory findings, Blood alcohol equals negative. Urine drug screen equals tetrahydrocannabinols, positive by emit. Oral swabs, THC, equals tetrahydrocannabinols, negative. Teeth swabs, THC, equals tetrahydrocannabinols, negative. Autopsy protocol, Michael Coleman, 171 pounds, 6 foot 1. He had uh, multiple skull fractures, blood in his nose and mouth, blood in his ears. Also had bloody fluid in his throat. Well, indicates here that he had uh, aspirated blood, according to uh, the check on his lungs, mentioning blood. That's all I really see on uh, this page here. All right, gunshot wound, skull fractures, fracture of the, the tibia and the fibula. It's going to be from that gunshot wound he got to the left leg around the knee. Also, fractures of the radius bone and the Ulna being his arm, also mentioning gunshot wound, hemorrhage, also talking about the damage to his skull. I got the wound chart here, one of them, and I've colored it in red so you could see what the ME marked. You can see the gunshot wound to the left cheek. You can see the damage uh, to the right forearm, right wrist. You also see the Gunshot wound into the right palm of the hand. Generally, when you see a wound like that in, in the palm of the hand, that, that's generally a defensive move where the person will throw their hand up to protect their face. Also, you can see the gunshot wound to the left lower leg. You can see the gunshot wounds, the fractures to the bones, right arm and the left leg. Uh, you can see they're showing the fractures to the skull and the left side of the face around the left eye. And then you see the gunshot wound to the left cheek. You can see the multiple skull fractures indicated and also a 
the defect in the skull there on the left front side. A83-37, Michael Coleman, microscopic summary. Lymph node reveals black pigment deposition. Kidney reveals focal medullary vascular congestion with red blood cells. Heart reveals coronary artery intimal proliferation and thickening. CNS reveals parenchymal fragmentation and parenchymal hemorrhages. Liver, not remarkable. Lung reveals intra-alveolar red blood cells and yellow-brown pigment laden macrophages. Vascular congestion with red blood cells. Pale eosinophilic proteinaceous material in bronchi and some alveoli and red blood cells in bronchi. H and E, A, gunshot wound to left face, reveals fibroadipose vascular tissue diffusely infiltrated by black pigment matter and containing purple fragments of bone-like matter. The epidermal epithelium is denuded. H and E, B, gunshot wound to right palm, section of skin with thick keratin covering reveals focal, epithelial, and superficial dermal absence, dermal disarray, subepidermal hemorrhage, and a piece of black pigmented matter embedded in the subepidermal tissues. H and E, C, gunshot wound, left lower extremity, reveals dermal disarray and fragmentation, subepidermal hemorrhage, and purple bone-like matter embedded in the subepithelial tissue. H and E, D, gunshot wound to right forearm lateral, reveals dermal coagulation, dermal disarray, and hyper eosinophilia and subepidermal black pigment matter. Consent to an autopsy upon the body of Michael Delane Coleman. Folks, I'm not going to read this entire document again. I've already done it twice. All this is, this is a typical government form and it's asking uh, for consent from the next of kin to perform the autopsy. And, uh, Michael's mama, Betty Coleman, signed it on the 13th of January, 1983 at 12.14 p.m. That's all it says because you'd always rather ask for permission first if a relative was to say, no, I don't give consent, the autopsy would happen anyhow because the attorney general can order it and the ME can order it because this was a this was a homicide. They have to have an autopsy so they can determine is it a criminal homicide or is it justifiable homicide. Now, this is the recommendation in order for autopsy. I've read this form out a couple of times on the two previous autopsies, so you can look it over for yourself if you'd like. This is just stating to, to Ms. Coleman that uh, an autopsy is going to be performed. And if you'll notice there, the, in the, about the middle of the page, it says to person serving notice. It just mentions that if the next of kin agrees to the autopsy, make sure and attach a copy of the agreement, which is the document you saw previously and then just shows here who's going to get a copy of it county coroner county medical examiner district attorney general homicide bureau and then criminal court clerk we've got the report of investigation by county medical examiner as you can see i've 
highlighted in red. The original designation was B2, Bravo 2. That was the designation given to Michael Coleman before they could uh, properly identify the body. And you just see his personal information, his build. You see the wound chart on the right-hand side, and then bottom left, you see probable cause of death, gunshot wound to head. Uh, and this is a continuation of the medical examiner's report. You can see last seen alive, 113.83 at 310. Zero, 310 hours, so 310 in the morning. And then injury or illness, in other words, what, uh, what caused his ultimately causes death, dates 113.83 at 0.310 hours. And then death, of course the medical examiner pronounced him dead at 0.440 a.m. And then you continue along to the right there and it shows when the examination occurred by the ME. It's a body, you've got the little summary, male black 18 shot and shootout Memphis police at 2239 Shannon along with six others. See multiple charts in hostage situation. Uh, this is the death certificate on Michael Coleman. Dad's name was Benjamin H. Coleman. Mama and her maiden name, Betty Greer. He was buried at uh, Southern, Southern Funeral Home, handled it at 440 Vance. Cause of death, gunshot wound to head. It's signed by the chief medical examiner, J.T. Francisca. Indicates at the bottom, type of death is homicide. 113.83, victim was shot. And that's the homicide analysis sheet. It's basically the same one I saw when I was in homicide in 2003. So that's a good thing about the government. We don't change very much. Shows the report number 03013-2677. And then you've got Michael Coleman's name, and date and the time the event occurred, the homicide. It shows here weapon responsible for the homicide was an M16 rifle. See where they've got notation C homicide 15 dash or slash 5298 at the bar I'm sorry at the bottom you see master file 83013-2672 that's the report number and then homicide number 145296 you gotta remember it's it probably I'm assuming they took one report and listed all eight homicide victims and be Officer Hester and then the seven suspects. Bobby Hester's is obviously a criminal homicide. The other seven, they have to determine that through the investigation, whether they're justified or not. If they're not justified, then they're criminal homicides. Uh, you can see here another wound chart. Top left, you can see where I've highlighted his designation of Bravo 2, B2. So he was the second suspect to be autopsy. You can see the wound to the 
lower leg there at the knee, 19 inches above heel, and the one to the right wrist. Also, you see the one to the left cheek. Now, if you see, that's obviously not exact, but I was trying to give you an idea just based on the description that the, the round that struck Michael Coleman in the left cheek came from the left side. And it went from front to back, and it started out low when it hit, and it exited high. And as you can see from from that line I've, I've drawn, when it hit his cheek, that M16 round, that small, fast round, hit and then went basically straight up and exited out the top of his head. Remember that one chart that showed the... Uh, skull and brain, an overview, and you saw the multiple fractures. I think there were like seven or eight fractures of the skull. That's what caused all those skull fractures was when the round went up into the head, into the brain, and then came out the top of the skull. It literally just cracked the entire skull. Bottom left, you can see where they describe the clothing that he had on. Well, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode. You know, I, I look at these body charts and I try to, in my own mind, determine the order of the shots and why certain shots traveled like they did. That, that one that Coleman took to the left side of the face, the left cheek, the fact that it went in the direction it did, I wonder if he didn't receive the, maybe that gunshot wound to the left leg, which caused him to, obviously he would have staggered and failed. I, I don't see how he could have stood and take a rifled round through the leg. I'm just wondering if he wasn't falling obviously been falling, his left side would have been towards the officer when they fired another round, because the rounds would have been fired in close, close proximity to each other. And if maybe when he was falling, that's why that round went in where it did and came out where it did. But anyways, I, I have no way of knowing medical examiner would. Anyways, folks, I do appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in as always. We'll be back in a few days, and till then, I'll see you down the road. <laughs>